Welcome to the Hanging Garden Radio Show. Goth, new wave, synth pop, and industrial music with guest DJs, interviews, ticket giveaways, and news from the scene every Tuesday from 6 p.m. till 8 p.m. Pacific Time on BFF.FM. Now here's your host, Owen. Look up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's a goth. It's a bat. It's me, Owen. It's the Hanging Garden Radio Show. And we are coming to you not from high atop the tower Peter Murphy. We are not in the Kevin Key studio. We are not in the Al Jorgensen studio. We are not on John Water Street in San Francisco because we are, we are, we are, we are, we are at my house. Still at my house after all this time. You know, they will let me back into the studio at the station. Like, I, they're willing to let me come in. Little do they know, right? But they're, they're willing to let me come in. But I just, I like being here with you. You know, having dinner in our place, you know. I mean, at this point, we might as well be married, right? Like, you moved in because end of the world, and you're still here, and you could have left, but you haven't. And, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't want to talk about all all our relationship stuff can't we just lay here and talk about our feelings no we can't what we can talk about is the music because as is often the case this time of the week we are having company it is the industrial innovator known as gen cab can you hear me i can hear you can you hear me oh i can hear you Oh, oh man, great. I'm loud. I bet everyone can hear me. I know my neighbors <laughs> can. It's going to wake them up. They're going to love it. <laughs> yes, everyone loves being awake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, let me introduce you. You are David Dutton. You are the central figure behind Gen Cab. Uh, like, holy crap. Like, I came across your work while you were touring through San Francisco. I, I think you were playing with Aesthetic Perfection, right? Yeah, yeah, that was the one. Yep, yeah, and and when I heard you, I was like, "This is great!" Like it's it's like uh, like Gen Cab is like one foot in the past with like classic new beat EBM like circa 1991, and like in the future as well, like some sort of uh, almost I- I'm making this term up, but some sort of post agro tech, like <laughs> and, and like at the same time with like elements that that are even harder to identify i i I know that telling an artist you know how you would like to classify their work is always a great idea Uh, but like 
really, I you're doing something really cool. Like, nice. no, but see, I, I like when people tell me what it is because I don't know what it is either. Like, <laughs> you know, half the time I start a thing trying to be like a thing and then it just turns into like whatever it is. And then, it, that, yeah, that's always the problem. Like, how do I classify this? Like, what is this? Who's going to like this? I, I like it. Isn't that well, enough good. for you? Isn't that good yeah, enough that for you? Yeah, that is enough. As long as anybody likes it, they can call it whatever they want. They call it New Wave Polka. New cool Wave letter. Polka. New Wave Polka. <laughs> yeah, I would say the last time there was a New Wave in Polka, it was probably Bonda a really long time ago. But <laughs> but that really was like a New Wave Polka. Well, yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah. Was kind of... <laughs> uh, so, uh, I, 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 I could really talk your ear off, and I will, believe me. Uh, yeah, please. But I, I want people to hear what I am talking about with you. Like, for the record, GenCab is spelled lowercase g-e-n, uppercase c-a-b, one word. What does that mean, by the way? Uh, it, it means it was a horrible idea to name your band something that, that half the time people will mess up. It, it was just, like, short for Generation Cable, and then, like, I wrote that one time like on a mixtape for a friend. I, I don't even know why we, we just got in this habit of like abbreviating things like, hey, Dave done, things like that, you know? And then I wrote GenCab and then it just kind of like rolled out that way and I never bothered to correct anybody. So now it's just GenCab, even though it's Cable. It's not even Cabble. So it's GenCabe, but even you don't say that. Yeah, even I say it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I shouldn't say this on the air. Here I go. Uh, but I am actually not a big fan of the trend over the last 10 years or so of putting out music on cassette because um, it, it, very few people have a means to play it. And I'm like, this music is so exclusive that even the people that bought it can't listen to it. <laughs> and and I, I mean, I understand, you know, there are reasons to do that. So I'm not, not bashing on that. But like... Personally, like I, I've been like I, I don't know about this, and and so I, I'm, I'm kind of thinking that for you. I'm like your name is so extreme that even the the main band member doesn't pronounce it right. Yeah, I'm like kind of like pigeonholing myself. I, I can go deep into that cassette thing too. Like, so like I put like um. Oh wait, do you even own a cassette? Or wait, or do you just equating me to um those type of bands? Well, I know all sorts of things, but I wasn't going to ah. mention it. Oh, okay, okay. Go ahead, go ahead, well, talk. I was gonna say, it's basically just a vehicle to um, to sell the digital album. So, like, or, well, all right, I got to tell you, I don't even know if other people do this or not, but what I did was I put the Bandcamp codes in the cassette. So then you buy, essentially, the digital album from the show, and then you can nail the cassette to your wall for all I could. Cause I don't even have a cassette player, so I can't even listen to my own cassette. But... Yeah. Just one way of getting that out there. <laughs> it is how a lot of the, the stuff is done. You know, like, even now, you know, if you buy a vinyl record, you get a digital code with it. Oh, yeah, you have to. Because, I mean, don't get me wrong, I love listening to the to the vinyl, but, like, you know, half the time you're listening in, like, your car, you're listening at work or whatever, you're not going to be at home and listen to it. So, you know, it's kind of a given. Like, you have to give it to people. I live in Oakland, California, uh, home of roads where you need a four-wheel drive just to get up the street, and they're paved. Uh, like, it, I mean, it's just like one crater after another on, in the asphalt. And, uh, and I can't even imagine trying to use a turntable in a moving vehicle in my neighborhood. 
Like, I was just gonna suggest that, but once you said turn or um, uh, potholes, yeah, mm-hmm, I totally mm-hmm. predict it would <laughs> it would be less of a less of a, a record needle and more of a seismograph just jumping all over the place. Like, <laughs> Everyone's their own scratch DJ if they have a yes! table in their car out there. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, anyway, I, I we should get into the music because it's really good. Are you all right with that? Who me? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Then let's do it. All right. We have a great show for you today, I promise. With us, as you can hear, is David Dutton from GenCab. We are also going to worm our way into the Big Apple with DJ Sean Templar from places like The Red Party, from Underworld, from A Murder of Crows, the music festival. That's going to be great. Got a lot of really great requests, great music today. Of course, in the Nightlife News, it is your New Year's event calendar. You don't want to miss that. So much going on. I'm in rare form. It's Owen. (laughs) It's the Hanging Garden Radio Show. It's BFF.FM. It is the song Cake by our guest today, Jen Cab. And it is coming to you right now.
Garden Radio Show, BFF.FM, best frequencies forever. My name is Owen, but you already know that. What you may not know is that that last song was called Obelisk, and it is by a band called This Cold Night. That was a request out of the Portland area, and I had not heard that band. Apparently, they are also from the Portland area. I think they actually live in the suburbs in Vancouver, Washington, not to be confused with Vancouver, Canada. Uh, Great band. Thanks for introducing me to that and letting me introduce other people to it. Prior to that one, it was the new track by Moreau, who's actually been on this very show with me. Uh, Great song called Glass. This one features King Woman. Really good song. Moreau never, never ceases to amaze. That was suggested out of the Seattle scene. Prior to that one, it was Ashbury Heights with the song Smaller, also been on this show, by the way. Uh, That was a request also out of the Portland area, different person, of course. Prior to that one, I had a suggestion to play Aria, A-Y-R-I-A, if you're not familiar with them. They've been around forever. And that came out of Louisiana. I thought I'd play something off the new Aria album. It's called Erase Me From You. That song was really like, yeah, hitting my M spot music tonight. Like it hadn't as much before as it did tonight. And I was really appreciative of that. So again, thank you for suggesting that we play Aria. And we opened that set with our guest today. 
David Dutton and his band Gen Cab and the song Cake. Can you hear me, David? I can hear you. Oh, thank God. You know, I, I'm old. I worry. I, I, you know, everything's going to catch fire and nothing will work. Now, everything can when you live in the woods and your house is dry and 300 years old. So <laughs> that's yeah, a thing. It's not beyond worry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People don't realize, like, you know, I, I live out here in the San Francisco Bay Area, and the thing about it is that everything here, by standards in other parts of the U.S., let alone other parts of the world, is new. I mean, you know, San Francisco has only been here for about 170 years, at least, you know, as a, as a town. Uh, and, you know, even the things that are really old, you know, the oldest town in California is Monterey, and that still only goes back to the 1770s. There are houses, you know, on the East Coast that are easily 100 years older than that, that people still live in. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't even think you'd believe how old this house was if I told you, which I'm going to do. Tell me. Tell you. This was built in 1715, this house that I live in. So wow. essentially, it's like pre the idea of America and everything like that, which means you can guarantee it's not earthquake proof. It's definitely not fireproofed. Like it all it takes is like one little accident. and The whole thing goes up. Amazing, though. Like, I mean, did you <laughs> did you move into a house that's over 300 years old? because it's over 300 years old or did you just that's the house that seemed right for you at the time oh so like there's like a creek that like runs along. it's essentially i moved into it so i could look at this creek like it i was like oh this is a great great big benefit i can look at this water every day like i had no idea the house was this old and of course they like kind of like made some things a little bit more modern like some of the electricity like there's outlets but like oh Sorry about that. I don't you know still if my there? alarm went off on your phone. Yeah, yeah, my alarm went off. Apologize about that. <laughs> That's the old house alarm. That is the old house alarm. It's like, don't talk about how old this house is going to be or I'm going to fall on top. You know, it's so. we have so much history in this country. Like, you know, obviously in, in the eastern part of the country, a lot of that history has been lost because of obvious uh, racism and colonialism. Uh, I'm using air quotes here. Progress. Uh, and stuff like that. Also, because a lot of it was built out of organic materials, and, and they're not going to survive thousands of years. But, you know, there's still some amazing stuff. I mean, there are uh, effigy mounds that go back, you know, one or two thousand years in places like Ohio. Uh, there was a, a very large uh, city just outside of modern-day St. Louis on the Illinois side called Cahokia, and the the foundations of, of where the buildings were built that kind of look like pyramids with no tops are still there. Uh, and you can walk around in them. And obviously in the Southwest, you know, there's still cities that go back. You know, obviously nobody lives in them. But like, you know, like Mesa Verde and Chaco Canyon, you know, go back many hundreds of years or more. You know, like people have lived in Chaco Canyon for, I think, like 2,000 years. But like the big, really impressive uh, I think of them as like apartment buildings, but uh, but like it, they basically lived in an indoor city. Uh, and yeah, they, yeah, they built that over the top of the the previous uh, the previous form of, of housing. So the settlement is two thousand years old, but those buildings are like something like five hundred years old. That's still older than anything you know Europeans built here, and yeah, that's all like still there. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, I mean, <laughs> oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, please. 
Oh no no I I was I was I was still listening. Yeah. No, I I mean like the the footprint of of the people that have been here long before Europeans is everywhere, you know, like some of the names that we use especially on the East Coast but all over uh, are still in use. Uh I, I I don't know the the original actual words, but but like you know when the Europeans heard them for the first time, they said them as best they could and kept some of the names. Like you know people came and they're like, "Where are we?" And the local people said, "This is Massachusetts," or however oh, they yeah. they actually pronounced it. And the it's still called Massachusetts. God knows how yes. many hundreds or even thousands of years it's been called that. Same is true sure. of Connecticut. Uh, yeah, like yeah. that's always been Connecticut long before people from other places got here. So yeah. Anyway, long tangent. I'm sorry. Uh, oh no. Fun. Let's let's talk about Gen Cab. Something a little sure. more modern. Um, <laughs> like so, you, you we started with the song Cake. Tell me a little bit about what that what that's about because that's a pretty uh, pretty important thing right now. Yeah. Yeah. So. Cake was actually written for, like, a couple friends of mine in Russia that are, like, you know, stuck in this horrible position where, like, their country is going to go into war with Ukraine for really not a good reason at all, you know? Like, yeah. something that shouldn't happen. And there's nothing that they can do. They're just kind of stuck there. Obviously, you know, they feel for you, the Ukraine people just like we do. And, like, they're really just stuck in this position. So it's really kind of like a keep-your-head-up song for them. Like, come on, like... Hopefully you guys can like, you know, keep keep strong together or whatever and keep your head up there and, and like, you know, not fall for any of the weird propaganda that, that's like going on about there, like misinformation or anything like that, you know. It's and a just horrible everybody... situation. Yes, yes, yes. Like, I, it's, and... it's absolutely horrible. Obviously, it's just... Uh... It, it, there aren't words for how terrible that is for the people in Ukraine, but like even the people yeah. you're talking about, I mean, if they're not for the war and they're Absolutely living in not. Russia, yeah, yeah. They, that's a dissonant position. They can be they can be put in prison just for having those beliefs. Yeah, it, it, I feel bad for. I mean, I feel bad for everybody. I mean, I've known people in Ukraine or whatever, and I feel bad for them, and I feel bad for for my other friends and it's you don't really don't know what you can do and it's just it's just really just about like keeping your head up i guess and yeah you know my little song's not going to do much over it but i'm sure you know i just want everybody to like i don't know just get their heads straight over it we live in a crazy time like yeah i mean every time in history has had its its own craziness but i mean this is really something uh you know like we live in a crazy time i i I, I think this will be one of those periods of a few years that, like, you know, maybe the next few generations will be like, that was a crazy time. Like, <laughs> yeah. like the Great Depression followed by World War II. Like, you know, yeah, it, yeah. it's been almost 100 years since the Great Depression began. But, like, you know, out of all the, the stuff... The 15 that years have been pretty pretty crazy for, uh -huh. for us, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we still think of that as, like, that's kind of a standout crazy time. And, yeah. and I, I think that we're, we're kind of in one of those right now where people are going to be like, yeah, we didn't leave our houses for over a year. Crazy time. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that was actually talking about how like some of these restaurants that like actually did come up during this time built these like takeout windows. And I always wonder how that's going to be like 10 years from now, whatever. Some kids like, what's that window for? You know, provided everything is like 
a little bit better or whatever. And it's, I was like, oh, that was the that was the before time when it was a great play. <laughs> the weirdest one, and I'm not sure if there was some like legal reason why they had to do this. There's a pizza place I like here. Uh, that doesn't have an inside. You just walk over to it, and there's a window uh, between inside and you. And you slide the money through the slot, and the pizza slides back out. And <laughs> they ha- put in a new window. Like, they actually installed a new window in a different spot um, for some reason to, to conform to the the covid standards but they already they were the most covid safe place to get a pizza <laughs> already and so i'm not sure what made them do that but it was their upgrade to remind people we were ready for this <laughs> they were covid before it was cool yeah <laughs> yeah oh man uh so uh, i know gen cab has been touring um how has that gone for you i i know you've got some uh some pretty harrowing tales about that yeah 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 i mean it was kind of like a rough like idea to do from now it was like 40 dates in seven weeks so like that is a lot think you were touring with aesthetic perfection right yeah aesthetic perfection and josie pace um Uh, aesthetic perfection has been on this show as well and daniel graves is certainly a man that works hard so i am not surprised if if you were doing just a a ton of shows because he is prolific and then when he's not making the music uh he's definitely playing it oh yeah i mean i used to be in that band too so like i had to endure all that <laughs> i didn't <laughs> like know that you played in aesthetic perfection oh you know yeah i so i played in aesthetic perfection 2007 to 2010 then i took four years off and then i did 2014 to 2017 i didn't know that ah all right so you, now i'm spilling I, the beans yeah <laughs> I, I guess there are things i don't know as well <laughs> wow, that must have been one hell of a uh, an experience because, like, that's when some of the best music has come out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's weird too. We were always joking, or I was joking about this before how it like closes the circle. So essentially, in 2007, I had started my band Gen Cab, and then my drummer Tim Van Horn, me and him, joined Aesthetic Perfection to do shows, and now all of a sudden it's just like now I'm like opening for my old band. Yeah, it's like a wild thing. <laughs> was it fun being out on the road with 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 everybody again? And like, did it feel just like did it feel like old times, David? Oh, yeah. It was so like, yeah. Actually, it was pretty cool. It, it's like weird. It was this alien thing where like I'm watching a thing I used to be a part of, but then like I don't have to like, I don't want to say it like that. I don't have to be there because I like I love doing that. I love playing those shows and everything like that. But it it was like weird to be removed from it but yeah it's like an easy tour to jump on because i'm like okay i already know i get along with everyone here so this is this is gonna be fine so oh my gosh well touring with somebody my alarm (laughs) is your alarm's going off oh no i shut it off sorry is it the is it the cool radio show alarm it is (laughs) (laughs) it is like this is if this hasn't happened by now you better call Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i i I think maybe we should talk a little bit more about what Gen Cab is doing now. You you have a song off the most recent album, which is called Thoughts Beyond Words, if I'm correct, uh, called Seafoam Cemetery. Uh, yep. Would you mind expounding a bit about that? Yeah, that's my little uh, <laughs> that's my little Depeche Mode ballad to to global warming. <laughs> ballad to global warming. 
Yeah, I know. It makes us sound like a lot, a lot happier than. Doesn't <laughs> it though? Like it, yeah. It, it, we can all put on our bathing suits in July and in <laughs> January. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Right. But Aww. yeah, it was a song. So essentially, I wrote it in 2010, and then um, I guess I guess now I'm diving into other territory. I had written a second album back in 2010, lost it all in a hard drive crash. Oh my but, uh, god. Just, yeah. Yeah. That must have so, been frustrating. Yeah, that that was off. That that's the main reason I stopped doing music like this for eight years. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah, it, it was it was soul. If I'm beyond, it was like soul crushing. <laughs> oh my god! But you, you lost your album and your will to produce music. In, yes, in a or at least this crash. kind of music, because there's so there's so many details involved in like industrial music and stuff where. You know, most of the people doing it remember all these little things that they do, and then you lose something like that. It's like losing like two weeks of your life. You know, it's just like down the drain. So, but it only takes you eight years to recompose and <laughs> gather yourself. <laughs> Is that <laughs> all? Trying to do everything again by memory. That's it. It's it's a simple price to pay. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, and and what is. Uh... I, I don't even want to go further into this. I was gonna, but it just sounds too awful. Oh, so, uh, I don't want to scare him. Well, that's the worst part. I mean, it's it's happier after that. I think it's done. It's it's good. I like it. I like it too. Good. Oh, Ma good. Maybe we should hear it. <laughs> yes, let's please. All right, you want to stick around a little longer, David Dutton? Yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. In just a bit, we are also going to wake up the city that never sleeps with DJ Sean Templar in New York. We've got the nightlife news with one hell of an event calendar, more music, more requests, more Hang Garden Radio Show, more me, Owen, here on BFF.FM. But right now, our guest, Gen Cab, and the song Seafoam Cemetery. Stay with us!
I do like that band. This is the Hanging Garden Radio Show. This is Owen. This is BFF.FM. And this was Rose Garden Funeral Party. The song is Another Dead Soul. They really are great. Rose Garden Funeral Party have been on this very show. It's been a lot of bands that have actually been on this show have been getting played tonight. Uh, I guess you guys have the same taste as me. I would like to say that that's good taste. Anyway, uh, that Rose Garden Funeral Party did not come from me, though. That song came, well, I'll tell you in a moment. Prior to that one, Molchot Doma. The song is called Sudno or some uh, Russian equivalent. Uh, 
I don't speak the language, so I'm not going to try to pretend I'm saying it right. But it's a damn good song by a damn good band. In fact, I think I think Molchot Doma are going to be touring through here in 2023. Watch this space. That was a request out of Chicagoland prior to that one. From the 80s, The Naked and the Dead, the song is Cassandra. That was for somebody in Florida. And we open that set with our guest today, Jen Cab, and the song Sea Foam Cemetery. But going back to that really awesome Rose Garden funeral party, they really are such a good band. Ah, oh, that did not come from me as I stated. No, no, no. That came from our other guest today. All the way from the city that never sleeps, DJ Sean Templar. Can you hear me, Sean? Yes, I can hear you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is nice to hear your your lyrical strains. How are you? How is, how is uh, your snowy life in, in the Big Apple? Well, it's actually funny you should say that. Uh, I just looked out the window, and it's starting to flurry right, literally right now. It just started snowing. Oh, man. Yeah, like, I, I've never been a fan of snow myself. If I never hear the word snow and blower in the same sentence again, it'll be fine. Uh, I know a lot of people think it's really beautiful or whatever, but... Um, yeah, not a fan. Uh, I rather I, I rather have listen. I rather have snow than like icy rain any day. Oh I'm yeah, sure yeah, yeah. Things I know things have been pretty uh, pretty uh, difficult for you guys lately. Are are you all right? Like, is is everybody doing okay over there? Yeah, we were never in any moral danger. It was just more of like a, a horrible timing, and it was kind of more or less like a. Uh, uh, inconvenience, I guess, because it happened like right at Christmas. So uh, it was kind of harkening back almost back to the manger, uh, where you know, <laughs> all, all things considered, it wasn't that bad. But you know, we didn't have electricity for three days, you know, during Christmas. So we had to make do, and you know, we, we did the best we could. Thank God, thanks to the, our Lord God, Savior, the generator. Oh man, I, that sounds uh, both really awful. And also an opportunity to, you know, snuggle with the ones you love and, and all of that. I hope it was more the latter instead of the, the <laughs> awful part. Oh, no. I mean, I think in hindsight, we'll, we're going to color it a little bit more rosier. Uh, but it, it was the cold. The cats were really uh, not having it at all. So the cats were just kind of annoyed, I think. So they're not used to it at all. They're used to like a... A nice temperate household so they're not used to the temperatures dropping so low they're like what's going on here what are you guys doing yeah why, why aren't you fixing this for me yeah <laughs> i i'm gonna i'm gonna do a, a hard pivot uh because it i could talk your ear off all day but it's only a two-hour show i you have been a main street a mainstay in the new york scene for a long time dj sean templar <laughs> i know that most people probably associate you with uh monthly nights like the red party and underworld or you know big annual festivals like murder of crows uh would you tell me a little bit about those because i mean I, i've seen some of that myself but like not everybody here has and you do some really epic stuff uh, epic is a great word. <laughs> uh, we, we do really well. I, I mean, surprisingly, you know, for the goth scene and for lasting for as long as we did, I'm really always surprised that um, we are consistent. 
which is a word that's really rarely used in regards to uh, alternative or goth nights, especially for, for almost 16 years, and it has been very consistent. Uh, and that, I mean, I, I, w I would love to take all the credit for that, but that I, I wish I could take all the credit for that, but that's not the case. Uh, you know, it's it's everyone. It's also the, the, the club. I mean, we've been doing um, Red Party at Mercury Lounge now for, oh, God, seven years, I think. And so, like, you know, it's the whole staff likes what we're doing and they support us. Uh, our DJs are amazing. Amandana, uh, our producer, she's on top of everything. We started streaming, you know, the, the nights on Twitch, you know, which is crazy. It's us. Uh, yeah. And we just had Rose Garden Funeral Party there last month and they were freaking amazing. <laughs> Hanging Garden veterans. They've been on this very show, actually. Uh, they are amazing. And, and yeah, I, I want to make sure we don't get past this. You said that you're streaming the Red Party. That means that people from all over the world can can actually kind of take part in it virtually, yeah? Yeah, uh, and, and they do. But usually what we do is, uh, it depending on the bands, like <clears throat> some bands like uh, I'll ask them first. Let's say, listen. We usually stream the party. Do you want to? Do you want? Do you mind if we stream the show? And um, ninety percent of the time, they're like, "Oh my god, that's awesome! Yes, please." You know, because more exposure is more exposure. Uh, uh, sometimes it's not the case, and that's fine too. And so usually, what we'll do is, uh, if that's the case, we'll start streaming at, at midnight. And, you know, we'll stream to like 4 or 4.30 in the morning. <laughs> That's actually a good point. You know, in a lot of the country, uh, beer o'clock is about 2 a.m. There are states where it's 1 a.m. Uh, in, in Oregon, it's 2.30. But in a handful of places, it goes much later uh, or even, you know, as long as you want. And in New York, it, uh, they, they stop serving, I think it's at 4. Is that right? Yeah, uh, four is like the hard cutoff for sure, absolutely. But, you know, I shouldn't probably say this uh, publicly, but, you know, a lot of times, you know, which is also kind of frustrating, too, is, is that four o'clock in the morning, you know, you'll still have a, a large crowd there. You know, people don't want to go home. Uh, and, and But it's that time to go home. And so the bar will stay open, you know, a little longer because there's demand for it. Our sound guy, uh, who's amazing, this guy Gideon, uh, he loves the music. Like he, this the second he became our sound guy, he discovered all this brand new music he loves. Now we have a convert in our sound guy, which is great to have on your side. Uh, and so he's more than happier to stay over the over four o'clock because he's actually into the music himself and the bands. So how does that affect the flow of the night? Like I know in Europe, a lot of the time the club doesn't even pick up till after midnight. You know, in in most of the U.S., the goth crowd will show up around eleven, and yeah. and so is it more like that? Do you do you find that people roll in really late because yep. they can? Yep. Listen, if I wasn't a DJ, and at the times when I wasn't a DJ, because I was always I've, I've always been a goth, so. You know, before, you know, I, I stupidly decided to DJ, uh, I would be on the dance floor going, you know, just waving my arms and jumping up and down like everyone else. Um, and basically, uh, I, would, I wouldn't roll into the club myself until like 1230, you know, one o'clock at night because you always pregame or you used to at least. I don't know what kids nowadays do, uh, but, you know, you would hit the club after the bar you know you mm -hmm. get your drinks on and then get to the bar you'll never get to the bar the club you never get to the club sober per se uh at least i never did uh but i, I noticed that uh long story short i think our crowd usually comes in around 11 30 uh, midnight is when our crowd 
I, I, uh, our doors open at 10. We got like 20 people between 10 and 10.30. Then 10.30 to 11, we'll get another 20 people. And then you get the hit, you know? The last and, time, oh, sorry, go on. Oh, and then basically, what if you got there, what if you got there at 1.30, that's all you're gonna get, you know? Yeah, by 1.30, people are starting to, to head home around here. Uh, yeah, the last time I was uh, in New York with you, actually, I was at uh, your other big uh, monthly party, which is called Underworld. Yes. And you had some pretty epic bands. You had boot blacks and actors playing, and they yeah. played, you know, normal band time, you know, 11, 12 o'clock or whatever. Uh, and then we danced for four plus hours after that. Um, that was a crazy night. That was great. By the way, boot blacks and actors. We didn't get to hang out that much either that night, too. It was so crazy. I'm sorry. I had you on the worst night possible. I thought it was, it was great. Like so much happening. Yeah, no, I. It was it was a privilege to DJ with you there. It, it was really fun. Yeah, like it, and it was great to see those bands in person because uh, they they've both also they've both been on this show, and I I walked up to some of them, but this is radio. They don't know what I look like. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and I was like, hey, how are you doing? It's and they're like, yeah, whatever, man. <laughs> oh, no. and I'm like, well, I mean, that's what happens when it's radio, right? Or when you're terminally uncool. Uh, but they, that would be me. They're really cool, though, uh, and they were great playing. So yeah, no, thanks for having me out there. And that I digress. Anyway, um, tell me a little bit about Murder of Crows too. You just did that uh, like yeah. a couple months ago. Yeah, uh, like I said, that's a pure. A uh, labor of love, for sure. Um, that, um, like I said, that, that came about years ago in Germany at Treffen, and me and my uh, DJ friends got really fucking drunk. Sorry for using the F word. We got really you drunk. Drop the F bomb. Sorry. Ambulances I'm... are coming. Alarms are sounding. <laughs> Everyone, panic! <laughs> so we started. We we basically started like. Um, very small like like five bands or whatnot and then uh each year we kept on doing it uh each year we, get, we got it bigger went to bigger venues and got bigger bands our purview got a little wider and uh so like uh last year was well i should say last year i'm sorry it's not last year yet uh 2022's version was was outstanding it was just i was it was, you know what, also we're learning as we go along also, and so I believe that, like, the way we handle it, uh, it's become more mature and more level-headed, uh, so it's a little bit easier for us, even though the event, even though the event itself is getting larger, we're able to handle it better, because again, it's very DIY, uh, like, it's just us doing it, there's, it's, but it's very professional, but it's just us doing it, the whole thing. Uh, you can't count on any of these freaking DJs from the West Coast, please. I know, right? <laughs> We're all just horrible people. I so like I, I gotta ask you this then, like how New York obviously is is unique in the world and definitely unique in the United States. How do you think that the dark dance scene is is different there than in the rest of the U.S.? I think it's more. Um... I don't use the word casual, but I definitely know this is at least in, in versus California. Uh, is uh, it's definitely more like um, people don't get you get people get dressed up very much so. Uh, but I think it's 
almost I dare say street goth in a lot of ways. Street goth. Uh, yeah, where it, you know there there really isn't a, a dress. Nor should there ever be a dress code for anything. Uh, but they're definitely it, the days of everyone having the really big hair, velvet pants, and capes are long gone. <laughs> That's interesting because it all depends on where you live. There's certainly places yeah. here where that is very, very much still fashionable and oh, can look really That's... good on people. Some oh, places do yeah. it, some don't. Yeah, uh, no, that's what I was saying. I was a contrast. I noticed that I I, uh, I was very honored and very fortunate to DJ with uh, Dave Batts, who actually is coming here in a couple of days to spin at New Year's for us. Yay! Oh, that's him. fantastic. From, Yay! From Release the Bats in Los yes. Angeles. So I was just teaching over there, and like, um, people are stuck. I, I'm outside having a cigarette, as I do. If you don't see me DJing, I'm usually at the bar having a drink and hanging out, or I'm outside having a cigarette and hanging out. And smoking is really bad. Don't smoke. I wish I never did. But I, I'm also looking. I'll see people walking in, and people are really, you know, death rocked out. I'm going, oh, this is so freaking cool. This is, I love this. I love it. It just, it's that, that flavor and that look is just phenomenal. But yeah, New York, I think it's a harder city to live in. I believe, not, not to compare harder, but like, um, it's definitely more, um, I don't know how to describe it, I guess. It's just more day-to-day go 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 kind of thing you know there is kind of a i was talking about talking about this with my husband the other day uh there is a sort of a a, a, it's hard to explain this but if you're if you're from the tri-state uh that that for people that don't know, that's that's the New York area. If you're from the tri-state, uh, then this will resonate with you. There's this not so much a love of where you're from or I am of this place. Some people will have that anywhere. But there's a unique pride that people in New York have, the whole tri-state have, about basically surviving New York. Yeah. Where, like, you know, it's it came up because we were watching... Saturday Night Live. Sorry. <laughs> and, and there was a sketch where they were like talking about New York or something. And I thought this was really funny because I, you know, I have ties to that area, but my husband doesn't. And he didn't really get the kind of subtle humor. They're like, you know, they're like making fun of this stuff. They're like, we're New York, bitches. And it's like, and it's like, that's. That's a thing. It comes from this, like, you can't knock me down. I'm from New York, man. There's no getting me, you know. It's, well, you know what it is? It's also, weird. It's, like, uh, it's, it's also like, I can say it sucks. You can't. Oh, yeah. You know? yeah. I'm from New York. I can shit about. I can, I can <gasps> shit on You New dropped York. the S-bomb, you too. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know. I know. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really strange. Because, I mean, there's plenty of places you can live that, and, and plenty of lifestyles you can have anywhere that will give you, you know, challenges and stuff. But there's something about living in New York that makes people be like, be like, New York, bitches! <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I, I would be remiss if I didn't ask this. Uh, obviously, you do some of the largest parties in the area. Are there other, there are clearly other goth nights people would want to check out. How do, like, are there some, uh, and like, how do people find them? Yeah, absolutely. I, I, well, I, you know, I, I hate saying this, uh, but it's true. And I hate saying this, but Facebook, it, it's weird because back in the day, I'd always, it's, it's, it's so odd because we, we did this all the time ourselves. Uh, half our, half our life was spent making flyers, printing out flyers. Can you hear me? Oh yeah. 
Oh, great. Uh, half our life was spending like uh, was spent like creating flyers, printing flyers in Kinkos, and then ordering flyers, and flyering all the record stores, all the goth uh, stores, all the alternative shops, and 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 that's how. So when tourists came in, they'd come to Trash and Vaudeville, of course, you know, because people who shop at Trash and Vaudeville might go to Red Party, or if someone goes to a certain record store, either small alternative leaning, they might go to Red Party, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and sadly, sadly, you know, uh, those days of, of printable flyers are gone. Uh, so the best way, honestly, is to join New York goth event pages um, on Facebook. You know, and I hate I hate to promote Facebook or any social media platform, but that's just the way of the world. New York has a lot of great goth clubs, a lot of great post punk clubs. Uh, I, I, we've spoken about this before. Uh, mostly, I would say ninety percent of all the clubs now, because they've been priced out, uh, have moved to Brooklyn. Yeah, so, Brooklyn or or QXDs in Jersey or yeah, QXDs. There's, there's, I was there's one or two was, up in Connecticut as well. Oh, absolutely. My friend, uh, Freddie, just uh, started his own night up here by where I live, which is crazy. Uh, uh, a place called Prohibition River. Uh, and so he's doing a lot of uh, goth bands, like my friend's band, Black Rose Burning, just played there. Painters also, just played they've there. been on this, in this show. And by the way, George is wonderful. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He was supposed to be here for Christmas Eve, but uh, he had to get up really early to, to go to his wife's uh parents house but yeah uh we're we're like best friends so like you know we mutually support each other i love his band he's a, he's been you know he's been making music forever he's he was on voltaire he produced voltaire and he played bass on the first three albums i believe i didn't uh, know that around. yeah he's been around <laughs> yeah well that's that's really cool um yeah i, I oh, will, oh, but, oh go on please but, i'm sorry but yeah there are a lot of great 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 clubs in brooklyn uh that i have no i have no affiliation with uh and quite honestly ever since that mom and i uh moved upstate up, i call it upstate we're not upstate we're an hour away from the city upstate's like albany yeah uh, you're like up in the hudson is, valley somewhere right yeah not even not even that far honestly uh we're we're we're, we're in westchester is where oh, we are that's not upstate so, that's the suburbs exactly actually here's a word i didn't know about it's the ex what what's it called the excerpts the excerpts yeah I, I i think the word is made up by real estate agents so it's not suburbs it's excerpts oh excerpts yeah i've yeah. heard that before I, I've never heard that before. I'm like, really? That's a word. Is it really? And it is. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Brooklyn has a lot of great clubs. A lot of, um, I think people are, are more apt. Oh, they, they just started a, a new bar, a goth bar I haven't gone to yet, um, called The Flying Fox. Uh, Kamikaze Tomato, who's a DJ, uh, DJ's there. It's uh, very uh, horror-oriented, like very eerie horror, Lovecraftian. Uh, uh, and they play a lot. I haven't been there yet, though. And they keep on asking me to come. And it's just, it's hard for us with work and everything to get into the city as much as we want to. Uh, but I love to give them a shout out. So they're a brand new goth uh, venue called the Flying Fox. Yeah. Ever since the the Lovecraft, now known as the Coffin Club, opened in Portland, Oregon, oh. there there actually have been a bunch of places like that in different cities. It's a a, a wonderful idea, and I've been to a few of them in different places. I, I went to one in Des Moines, uh, oh, of all wild. places, and and I know that there's the one you're talking about in New York, and I there's also some others as well, and I I don't think I can name them offhand, but it's a it's a wonderful idea, and 
uh, obviously haven't gone to what I believe is the original for a long time. I'm just oh yeah, there's the goat in New Orleans as well. I was oh, over yeah. there recently. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, um I, I will the tell- owner, the guy who runs the goat, is a really nice guy. He's come actually come to our party. Yeah, he's, I, he's a really cool guy. Yeah, um, I, I will tell you this one anecdote, and then I, I gotta go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I I was, as you know, because I was DJing with you this spring in in New York. I had friends with me from, yes, from out of town, and uh, and I was playing tour guide with them. And every time uh, they would get sassy with me, I'd be like. Don't make me make you go to Connecticut. I'll take you to Connecticut. <laughs> and every time I would do that, all the people around, all the all the local New Yorkers around would be like, ooh. <laughs> and yeah, like it's it I I don't know why that's so funny, but it really is. And and like it's Connecticut is sort of like sitting at your desk with your hands folded, silently thinking about what you did as a state. <laughs> It is, you know, it's really odd because I always thought that Connecticut was more uh, liberal than it actually is. I don't know why I thought that, but when we first came up here, looking at, we, we, we share a border. Uh, our, our town shares a border with uh, Stamford, Connecticut. So we're, we're literally five minutes away from Connecticut, where we live. So we do a lot of our shopping in Connecticut. Uh, and I was actually surprised to know because when we moved up, it was a whole Trump thing. And I, I don't want to bring up politics, but I was really aghast to know that there were so many uh, Trump flags in Connecticut. They they pop up where you uh, where you least want them to be, which is just about anywhere <laughs> in the world. Uh, yeah. I thought that was you do not want to see those. For some odd reason, I always thought Connecticut was more more liberal than I guess it really is. Maybe because it's so close to like you know Bernie Sanders area, <laughs> you know Vermont and whatnot. I don't know. That's a whole other story. Vermont, the Oregon of the East. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I yeah. I mean, I, I, I think we all know I'm a bleeding heart pinko commie leftist liberal. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Any, anyway, I, I really got to get, get going. Uh, but, mm. but before I do, uh, we already talked a bit about the Rose Garden funeral party, uh, Another Dead Soul. Great choice, by the way. Yes. Uh, but DJ Sean Templar, you have another song for us by Then Comes Silence, which also has been on this show. You, you just mentioned a whole ton of people that have been on the show. Because uh, you know what? you got great taste. <laughs> I like to think so. I just wish everyone else agreed. So, They'll catch on. <laughs> why, why did you pick uh, Ticket to Funerals for us by Then Comes Silence? Uh, I guess mostly it's a, it's their newest single. Uh, my friend, uh, a, a close dear friend of mine, Johnny uh, from Sweden. He, if you watch the video, he's the one in the costume. Uh, you'll get it if you see the video. Um, it's a great, it's, it's a great freaking song. And actually, uh, I, I almost ignored this song when the album came out. I don't know why, but I went right to Rise to the Beat, which I think was their first single, I guess. Maybe that's why. And I kind of stuck to that one song. And then um, when um, Alex, the singer, emailed me with the video to, to premiere on my show, I was like, why haven't I why have not been playing this song? Like, this is silly. This song is amazing. How come I haven't been playing this? Um, and so I, I kept on playing it, and I, I felt that uh, I unfairly um, ignored it for uh, too long. And well, it, it, it needs to be heard. <laughs> your unfair ignorance of this song is finished now. Before I let you go, 
DJ Sean Templar, how do we follow you? How do we follow the Red Party Underworld Murder of Crows? How do we tune in and watch the Red Party from anywhere in the world? How do we follow all of this? You do a lot of stuff, DJ Sean Templar. <laughs> I guess the only the best way probably is just to follow me on again with social media. But it's the it's the it's the devil, you know. Uh, um, uh, um, <laughs> Uh, well, uh, we're, I'm sorry. Satanic I, I panic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, we do our shows on Wednesday and Sundays on Twitch every week, so we've been quite busy, and the shows are really wonderful. We've we've attract we really attracted an amazing audience. We're very lucky that the people who are coming into our shows are just amazing. Uh, so that's uh, Twitch.tv slash Red Party NYC, uh, and uh, that's every Wednesday and every Sunday. Sunday we do the Gothic Brunch, which we've been doing for three years now, uh, ever since the start of COVID, and we make a special cocktail every. So I've become a I've become a professional bartender uh, because of COVID. On uh, um, every Sunday, we just made a poinsettia for Christmas, which was uh, delicious, and. Um, so yeah, the next show is going to be Wednesday, and then Murder Crows uh, again is going to be. I believe it's going to be September first and September second, or September second, third, depending on the holiday weekend. It's Saturday, and, it's uh, Friday and Saturday. Uh, it's going to be at uh, Barry Ballroom, and so we have a lot of great bands lined up already, which I can't announce until the contracts are signed. Uh, and then of course Red Party and Underworld. Underworld at Saint Vitus first Saturdays. Red parties at Mercury Lounge in New York City the second Saturdays. <laughs> and and how do we follow you online? Uh, uh, DJ Templar, DJ Sean Templar. You'll find me. Uh, I'm I'm in the book. <laughs> T E M P L A R S A S E A N. Yes, proper Irish. S C I N T E M P L A R. Thank you so much, DJ Sean Templar. Thank you. It has been a joy, really. And and you. Don't have to go to Connecticut. Uh, so. I had to go shopping. My Costco is Connecticut. <laughs> the the sales tax is way lower. Uh, there is none. Oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, anyway, I I can't I can't keep going because we got so much more coming up. We I got, know. We got more time with Gen Cab. We got our New Year's Eve event calendar in the nightlife awesome. news. We got so much more. We got music. We got me, Owen. All here on the Hanging Garden Radio Show. Oh, wait, show. wait, wait, wait. We're doing yes. a new wave New Year's party at Mercury Lounge. New Year's Eve. <laughs> Don't miss that. Don't miss that. No, so I'm sorry. You've got to ring in 23 the right way. Uh, exactly. One year in the future, 40 years in the past. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, nice. uh, all of this coming to you right here on BFF.FM. But right now, as played by our guest from New York, DJ Sean Templar. This hey. is Then Comes Silence. Tickets to funerals. Yeah. Don't go anywhere because we will see you on the other side. Mm.
Rare Rose Botanicals on Etsy would like to provide you spa quality products using nature's purest ingredients. Allow the complexities of ancient beauty baths inspired by global royalty traditions or the simplicity of nature's healing concoctions to nourish your body and soul. Indulge yourself. Find Rare Rose Botanicals on Etsy and acquire your own enchanted bathing experience. Does your outfit or your home need that unique gothic touch? What we like to call gothique? Then visit gothly.co, an online store specializing in gothic home decor and fashion accessories at a great price. We also carry one-of-a-kind items created by local artists that will definitely make you stand out. Visit gothly.co. We are unique. We are goth. We are gothic. That's gothly.co. We hope you visit us soon. Postmortem and the Hanging Garden present the San Francisco Gothic New Year's Eve Ball, featuring four DJs on two dance floors, Adrian Scissorhands, DJ Ms. Margot, DJ Shot Noir, and Davey Bones, spinning classic and current goth, post-punk, and dark wave at Amato's on Valencia and 21st. Tickets are on sale now on Eventbrite. Hey there, David. How are you holding up? How how's everything going for you? I'm doing good. I'm slamming polar seltzers right now, <laughs> keeping hydrated during this polar winter. Yeah, I, you got to match it up. Mm-hmm. Got to keep your body the same temperature as it is outside, or you'll perish. Well, uh, I am very appreciative that Gen Cab can be here. So appreciative, in fact, that I'm going to ask you the big question: Are you ready Uh-oh. for? The big question. I guess if I have to, I will answer anything that I hear. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, that's that's a good answer to this. Here it is. Do you like songs about trucks in America sung in an unbelievably exaggerated twang? Well, I mean, I'm American. I guess I have to, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. It, yeah. it kind of comes with the birth certificate. How? <laughs> how about? How about idiotic music consisting only of underdressed teenagers gesturing at the audience? Ah, well, if I was a uh, criminal of that sort, then I think I'd be completely about all of that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) You might not feel as good about this one. An American classic. Somebody just in an echo chamber screaming, screaming, screaming about news that isn't even real. Oh, no. Another one of those. Yeah. Yeah. See... Amazingly, all of that and more just like it is waiting for you right now on mainstream radio. Or, instead of letting commercial interests dictate what you can and cannot hear, you can support real independent community radio by going to bff.fm slash donate. You can donate to your favorite show on this station. Oh, I bet you have a favorite show on this station. I'm just going to give you the answer. It's the Hanging Garden Radio Show. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I was still I apologize. It's yes, never it is the Hanging Garden Radio. It's never too late to love the Hanging Garden Radio Show. <laughs> I can't hear out this one year because I'm American. My health care won't pay for it. Ain't that the sorry, truth? Don't get yes. me started. Uh, 
because <laughs> I will not get finished. Uh, but it doesn't have to be just for us, although if you do want it to be for the Hanging Garden Radio Show, your donation to bff.fm slash donate, that is. Uh, just make a little note that it is for us, but it can be for any of the hundred or so shows on rotation on the station each week. It can be for the show that comes before us, which is called All Sorts, which is awesome. The show that comes after us, which is called Rain Station. Even my stinky-ass brother show, House of Love. House of Love! Which comes on every Thursday afternoon from 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Time. Like The Hanging Garden, House of Love can be heard live on the station, or it can be heard as a podcast at your convenience. But either way, you know. And by the way... uh. House of Love is really fun, and it's really good. Um, like he, he covers a different kind of music every week, and I mean really different. You know, it can be anything from '80s from the new or new wave from the '80s to uh, you know '60s R&B and soul to black metal to industrial to you know pop music. Like it's all over the place, and it is fun. But you didn't hear it from me because that man will get egotistical when he hears that I'm listening to his show, but I actually do listen to it every week. Just don't tell him. Anyway, uh, bff.fm slash donate. Uh, you can even donate to the entire station collectively. Whatever you choose is fine, even if you choose not to. Because, as I tell you every week, the most important thing I tell you, radio only happens because people listen to it. If it wasn't for you, and I mean you, I am talking to you if it wasn't for you, we wouldn't be here right now. I wouldn't be, you know, following you up the street with uh, pencils in my in my cup being like, please, sir, any spare change for my station? The only reason I'm here is that people are listening to us. So you are already a supporter. If you are hearing me tell you this, you are a supporter. So thank you for supporting BFF.FM and the Hanging Garden Radio Show. Seriously, thank you. If you want to do even more, though, uh, then listen, bff.fm slash donate. And if not, that's okay, too. We're just happy to have you along for the ride. And, you know, if the worst happens and we run out of money and, you know, the Hanging Garden Radio Show goes away because we don't have any place for it anymore, well, it's okay. You always have those other radio options I mentioned. I'm sure you'll like those all the same, right? All past episodes of the Hanging Garden Radio Show are available for you to listen to anytime. Just go to bff.fm, find the show's page, click on Tuesday, and you'll find us right there waiting to be binged on. Now back to Owen for this week's event calendar. Oh, let's do this with this being... The final week of 22 I have for you so much to do with our Dark Music crew. So without ado, let us preview what will ensue from now on through the year that's new. <laughs> of course, it still bears mentioning, as we shake the disease, there's different degrees as to what will appease the door trustees at many of these awesome auditory assemblages. So it's always a good idea to arrive with what you might need for a Vax Facts and Mask Ask. And for those of us who remain behind closed doors or remain behind long distances from we here in Northern California, there are still myriad macabre musical meetups manifesting on platforms like Zoom, Twitch, and the like, including some of the very same interesting in-person encounters interfacing in this very list. So... 
If something I mentioned tickles your fancy to get dancy, you can see all the deets for your dancing feats by just running that event through the old internet contraption. Shouldn't take you more than a few seconds anyway. So... With that said, let's do the nightlife news and let's get you in the know about all what's going on here in Northern California's incredible dark music scene. It all kicks off as you kick up your feet tonight at the joyously jubilant, joy divisionally named Jubilee called Inner Zone, located in the likable locale listed F8 in San Francisco. DJs Hex Embrace and Visc transfix with a brisk mix of picks, namely goth, industrial, dark electro, and more free all night. For tomorrow, a proclamation, I have information for a celebration, inauguration for a population that is stationed in and around Sacramento. In other words, it's opening night of a new event at Cafe Colonial called Shadowbox, where you are invited to join DJs Toxin and James for what they are personally describing as, I'm quoting here, a dance party straight out of your parents' basement. Featuring lots of new and classic goth rock, dark wave, industrial, post-punk, proto-punk, and more. This all-ages party gathers early with doors at 7 p.m. for drinking and socializing. Then the music itself commences at 7.30 and runs through the witching hour, midnight. I assume it's called Shadowbox because, as we all know, things are always more fun in the shadows. This Thursday, San Francisco will party like it's 1999 or... More accurately, 1989, when the big 80s night with the authoritarian name 1984 takes over the cat club. As you may have already guessed, this one will inter will interpolate the... This one will interpolate the purpolate one. Try saying that fast. That's, of course, one Prince Rogers Nelson. You know you're in trouble when they break out all three parts of your name, right? The back room will Let's Get Crazy with DJs Damon and Tripp bringing you all the diamonds and pearls of the biggest decade with a superior sonic selection of new wave, 80s pop, one-hit wonders, dark wave, and much more. Not to mention ample amounts of that sexy MF. With the front room, having its own revolution as DJs Porter and Formica bring an assortment of the cuts that shake butts from across the decades that will make you never want to get off the dance floor. So if you love 80s dancing and or prints, this Thursday you may well want to drive your little red Corvette uptown over Graffiti Bridge to Alphabet Street, that's Folsom Street in this case, and head inside for the cream of the musical crop, Purple Rain or Shine. That is free all night. For, <laughs> man, for this Friday, I have some good news and I got some bad news. The good news is that this Friday marks the next installment of what have definitely been, seriously, some of some pretty epic events over at Oakland's historic Starline Social Club, if I do say so myself. 
This is a three-room dance hall from 1893, and it certainly has the grandeur and feel like it's 129 years old in there, with each room being run as a different club and each offering a different kind of dark music experience. But once inside, you are free to move between it all, just as easy as walking between the spaces, a sort of a three of clubs, if you will. The upstairs ballroom is being filled with the legendary Bash Death Guild, where DJs Melting Girl, Joe Radio, and Decay instill the emotion of devotion to dance floor motion with a whole night of their trademark goth, industrial, synth, and more. While all that rocks the upstairs, the ethereal dance party with the Susie E name dazzle will swirl around the room the starline calls the crystal cavern and this one is going to be especially amazing because i owen am truly overjoyed to be able to tell you that i will be joined by none other than dj zion vox from the la dead clubs in los angeles this friday yes that zion the big brain and big heart behind such la nightlife institutions as Ruin Hollywood, Warlock, Malediction Society, Disco Necro, Modem, and the rest. Too many to list, really. Together, we, the two of us, will be bringing you an evening full of exquisite dark beauty and rapturous melodies. A wonder, a wonderland of new and classic, danceable, ethereal goth, tribal, trip-hop, post-punk, industrial that swirls, shoegaze, witch house, synth, down tempo and more that is sure to move your feet and move your soul the the music may be dreamy but this is definitely a dance party i promise but believe it or not there is still more because we are bringing in the perfect balance to dazzle sumptuous swirling sounds for the first time, the space the venue actually calls the social club is hosting the long-running industrial powerhouse Body Rapture. Beat, meet, stomp when DJs Zlaya and Sage dispense intense recompense of all things EBM, industrial, agrotech, dark, electro, and the like from the well-known to the rarely shown. So yeah, three rooms. Death Guild's famous goth industrial with Decay Melting Girl and Joe Radio. Dazzle's Ethereal Melodies featuring myself and Zion Vox and Body Rapture's Incendiary Industrial with Sage and Zlaya and all at the same time in Oakland's gorgeous, and I do mean gorgeous, Starline Social Club. Wow, that is some good news, huh? So here's the bad news. Shortly after our three-way partay, if you will, the Starline Social Club will be saying goodbye to Oakland and closing its doors for good. That means this Friday will be our final event of this particular kind for the foreseeable future. Obviously, Death Guild will continue to be every Monday in San Francisco. No doubt Body Rapture will turn up to grind its gears somewhere soon. And you know I'll be around to darken dance floors all over the place several times a week myself. But... If you want to experience this truly amazing threesome in this incredible building, it is kind of a, a now or never kind of deal, uh, or more accurately, this Friday at the Starline Social Club in Oakland. At least I know we will be giving the place one hell of a send-off before it closes, though. Anyway, 
That's Friday. Uh, if you don't feel like joining us this Friday, though, I can still offer you a lovely, lively, live lineup as an alternative with a diverse roster at Amato's in San Francisco. The creepy crawlies spangle the jangle with their gentle indie innovations, plus black leather bat fly in to garner goth rock goodness and discharge death rock drama. The seagulls come to nest with a distinctive roots rock, sometimes more of a pub rock sound actually, and dragon's blood levy a bevy of hard and heavy. Then the next night, same place though, Saturday, Amato's prepares to adhere cheer to the new year when they host the San Francisco Gothic New Year's Ball. The morbid musical masterminds behind the Hanging Garden Dance Party and post-mortem flip out as they flip the calendar in two rooms with lots of goth, post-punk, and dark wave from the modern marvels to the cobweb classics as expertly extolled by DJs Adrian Scissorhands, Ms. Margot, Chat Noir, and the original Hanging Gardener himself, Davy Bones. It is certainly worth considering making going to this your New Year's resolution, but there is also causation for celebration, bringing elation and gyration to the newly renovated old Ironsides in Sacramento this New Year's Saturday, because Club Coven is also having for is also having for the a 2023 jamboree. Dance in your dance in your New Year to the best new and classic goth 80s industrial dark wave dark electro and synth pop the way only djs keys and james can bring you what with these great parties it certainly seems like nobody is going to be dropping the ball this year on new year's festivities well i mean obviously except in times square of course right uh and Staying in Sacramento as 2023 dawns, this Sunday it's time to hit the floor at Club Absolution as it renders resplendent revelry at On The Y, and DJ's Keys and Carney Robber have a special treat for you this New Year's Day because they are welcoming the aforementioned DJ Zion Vox from Los Angeles to the tables. Between the three of them you can be even more sure that they will advance your chance to dance, ready to frighten and delighten in the night in an intoxicating array of goth, EBM, industrial, dark wave, dark electro, and more. Bring your dancing shoes, because you are definitely going to need them. Or in the other direction, south. South of the South Bay, where the trees meet the seas. If it is Sunday, it's time for the box to take over the Blue Lagoon in Santa Cruz. Where the DJ cartel, known as the usual suspects, succeed in making music and mischief at this night of enjoyable industrial, great goth, pleasing post-punk, electrifying electro, and much more. Always a good time. Always free all night. And last, but definitely not least, there's Death Guild! Every week for 29 years, these dark souls have kept the San Francisco scene moving all through the night. It all happens at the DNA Lounge, where upstairs DJs Sage and Bit give you just the right balance of goth, post-punk, and dark wave, while downstairs, DJs Joe Radio, Melting Girl, and DK do not disappoint, delivering lots of awesome industrial, EBM, and synth and after a night of great dancing and drinks with your friends, you know there really is nothing 
better than a piece of some of the best pizza in town. Oh, man. David, are you still with me? Yes, I am. I mean, I'm listening about that pizza still. Right? I'm a little hungry myself, to tell you the truth. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm a fatty. What does GenCab have uh, going on these days? Uh, I, so I just put out an EP last month. It's called Everything You See Is Mine. Uh, you can get that on Bandcamp. Or you can actually listen to any. You don't have to give me money. You can just listen. <laughs> listen to it on Spotify, on all these things. And I'll be greatly appreciative. Well, I I'm not gonna I, I'm not gonna talk you up too much because I want to make sure we hear one more song by Gen Cab. Tell me briefly just a little bit about the song Misery and Isabel because this is kind of an intense one. Uh, yeah. Um, so it's funny because people are always like, oh man, like what is that about some kind of person you were in love with and everything like that? And I'm like, yeah, kind of, kind of not. And I'm like, it's actually about my mother. It's actually. So the song is mostly about how my mother dealt with her anxiety raising me and uh, me having a hard time, like, even understanding if she cared about us and, and things like that. Or me and my sister when I say us. Um, but yeah, yeah. So it's like I hate to bum people out when I say that, but, like, that's what it's all about. Like, I'm glad that people pick up how intense it is because I usually don't write about, like, intense, like, personal things, and that's, like, the one time I did, so. That's the nature of, of art, you know? It comes from inside, and yeah. yeah. Well, let's hear it. Let's hear Misery and Isabel by our guest today, Jen Cab, on the Hanging Garden Radio Show. My name is Owen, and you are with BFF.FM. Enjoy. I know you will.
Are you kidding? No, 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 no. Okay. All right. All right. I, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna get to it. David Dutton, thank you so much for coming on the Hanging Garden Radio Show. It really has been great to have you. How do we keep up with Gen Cab? How do we keep up with all your shows and your music and everything? Where is all your stuff? Oh, all my stuff's at gencab.bandcamp.com. Or if you want to get nasty, you can go on Instagram at generationcable.com. Or if you want to go on the Cursed Disgusting program at Twitter, I'm Dead Man's Bastard. That sounds easy enough. If you're looking for me, you will find me, Owen, this Friday, one last time at Oakland's Starline Social Club for the huge bash, Death Guild's classic goth industrial bash upstairs, Dazzle's ethereal swirling downstairs, Body Rapture's industrial beat in the front. One last time, Starline Social Club. It's not New Year's Eve. It's the night before, Friday, New Year's Eve, Eve. You can also find me on Facebook. I have four Facebook accounts. You heard me right. Owen, Owington, Owensford. Feel free to add me. Say hi. And please do keep those musical requests coming because a lot of them come to me directly as private, personal Facebook messenger texts. And I love playing music for people. So I hope I can play something for you, too. Of course, you can find me right here on the Hanging Garden Radio Show next week as well, where Tuesday, or anytime it's a podcast, we welcome the scintillating synthesis Matt Black. I've been waiting for that. And we are going to go out to Saint City with DJ Moss from Area 51 in Salt Lake City, Utah. Oh, man. Thank you so much, David Dutton and Jen Cab. Thank you to DJ Sean Templar in New York City. Thank you to the donors. We really are only here because you let us be. Until next time, stay safe, stay sane, and stay together. And stay tuned because up next is no... No, it's not no magic. Up next is Rain Station. Sorry about that. <laughs> and you know, you do not want to miss that... It's raining now, so here's Rain Station. Goodbye, everybody! The Hanging Garden Radio Show is brought to you by Owen and listeners like you who help us keep the show on the air every month. If you would like to contribute, go to bff.fm slash donate today and make sure to make a note that your donation is for us. I'm Davey Bones, the founder of The Hanging Garden. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next Tuesday at 6 p.m. Pacific Time on BFF.FM for another episode of the Hanging Garden Radio Show. Oh, 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 oh